Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp podcast. My name is Jess, I am the host of the podcast. On today's episode, we will be featuring some campers from the Cherokee Cabin and also a segment from two of our favourite staff members from The Grove. But before we get into it, as we have been saying at camp all summer long, Let's make today matter. Um, I'm Brody. I'm in Cherokee, and I have, this is my second year at camp. Um, I'm Tyler. Uh, this is my fourth year at camp, and I'm also in Cherokee. I'm Henry. This is my third year at camp, and I am in Cherokee. And I'm Dylan. I'm also in Cherokee. I'm the, these guys' counselor. I instruct OLS. And this is my 11th year at camp, so been here a while. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what happens during a typical day at camp. So, you guys, how do we wake up in the morning? Um, well, you wake up usually to music mm-hmm. around, like, 8 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes, like, 8.30. On Sundays, it's on 9 Sundays. o'clock. Yeah, Sundays that's today. Real nice. And they play a couple songs, and then we get up and start going, and... Then we go to a meal. Where do we go for meals? The mess hall, but we're not allowed to eat inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have to eat in tents. Yeah, so we get the tents outside. It's nice, though, because it's, it's more, like, the, the mess hall is super hot. So yeah. we get the nice ventilation. It's like free air conditioning. Yeah, right. Yeah. Free air conditioning. Free air conditioning. <laughs> um, what kind of breakfast do you guys enjoy, though? What's your favorite breakfast? Um, I think... So I know the last day they give you, like, cinnamon rolls, but, like... Actually? I think, yeah. But this, including that, I think muffins are by far the best. Yeah, I would agree. Muffins or pancakes, probably the best. I'm going to have to say pancakes. I'm a big fan of the French toast sticks. I do like them. They're good. They're good. When you put them in the syrup, the powdered sugar, Mm. underrated. Um, After breakfast, we come back when there's flat. Oh, actually, we skipped cabin cleanup, but... It's where we clean the cabin. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty self-explanatory. And then flag. So what goes on that flag? Well, um, usually they do some announcements, anything that's going on today. And then they'll call a cabin up for, to raise the flag. Mm-hmm. And Bago, too. Yeah, so yeah. cabin cleanup is, like, a big deal. And Bago, whoever has their water bottles and are his first... Outside gets to do bago for extra cabin cleanup points. Right. Yeah. And so, whoever gets the most points gets first in line for canteen. Yeah. So bago is really exciting. We get to, um, like, you line up at the door and sprint outside when they call flag to see who makes it out first. And then you can take three shots um, on the bago board. And if you make it in, you get ten extra points per shot. So super exciting, very competitive. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And then we move on to our activities. So what are you guys... What are your guys' favorite activities? Um, I'll start. I think skiing is awesome. Sailing, any water sport, really. Yeah, all the water sports. Water sports. I love the, the water sports, but I also love stuff like OLS. Yeah, OLS yeah. is good, too. Love to hear it. <laughs> I love OLS, too, but I'm a big sailing fan. When I was a camper, that was my favorite activity. Sailing is my, one of my favorites, too. Yeah, it's nice. You just get to be on the boat with your friends. Yeah. It's 
where the, the real conversations happen. I also like paddleboarding. Paddleboarding is a good one. Yeah. yeah. You can like throw, like play tag and like you can do a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah you can do a lot of stuff on paddleboarding. Go on trips. Yeah. Um, and then after activities, we have dinner. And then after dinner, whew, evening programs. Who wants to go on about that? I love evening um, I guess I'll start. There's capture the flag, color run, cabin night. It, the list could go on. But I think my personal favorite either is capture the flag or cabin night, the two I kind of just said. Capture the flag is yeah. still fun. What are your guys' favorites? Really fun. I said probably capture the flag or cabin night. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really like capture the flag or cabin night. What, what do you guys like on cabin night? What's your favorite one? Um, I'd say probably like the freeze one, I guess. Yeah, freeze one's great. Or um, tramp ball. Yeah, when we did tramp ball, that was like the beginning, and we didn't yeah. really like like I barely knew some of our cabin mates, yeah. and now I just got a lot closer just from cabin night. Mm-hmm. I I also really like tubing. Yeah, we haven't done tubing. Yeah, yet. we didn't do tubing yet. So oh yeah, we are out of cabin nights too. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then after giving program, it's bedtime. So when do we usually get to bed? Um, like nine forty-five. But and then we have flashlight time, and that's a whole different story. A whole different story. Good. I usually fall asleep around like one a.m. One a.m. Dude. I go like eleven thirty to twelve. Yeah, same. With what do you do for all that time? We do we do casinos. We like play cards. We play cards, yeah. and then I, it takes me a while to fall asleep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. Um. Flashlight time though is a good time. I love flashlight. Mhm. Yeah. It's the last you can do. All right, and I think that is, that's where we draw to a close. So thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that was the Cherokee Cabin. It was really good to hear some of their thoughts and perspectives on what life is like at the Greenwoods campus. Coming up next, we have Max and Ant, two of our staff members from the Grove, and they will be telling us about how life at the Grove campus works, and they will also discuss some of their highlights from summer 2021. Here they are. All right, excited to be on the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods podcast. Um, My name is Max Harder. I'm the director of the Grove at Greenwoods camps. That is our two-week option. So Greenwoods Camps runs four- and eight-week options. The Grove is a unique uh, facet to that that runs in two weeks. I've been at camp, this is my eighth summer. So I started as a counselor at the Grove, made my way to division leader, and from there, campus director. And hi, my name is Ant. I'm from Cambridge in the UK. It's my third year at camp, and I'm a division leader at the Grove and help Max run the place. Um, so I've been at camp for three years. Um, I started off as a cooking instructor and then made my way up to cooking director and then on to, uh, the older division leader. And, and you're seasonal. Can you tell us about what you do when you're not at camp during the summer months? Absolutely. I am a chef. I work for a company that I help run 12 kitchens back home in the UK and they are very, very happy with me to come over and do this for the summer. It's like, it's, it's a dream for me. 
Awesome. Well, we're glad you're here too. And whenever you're in the kitchens, we're really happy about that. Absolutely. Um, I guess today we just kind of want to talk about some highlights of the Grove from this summer. And I think the thing mm-hmm. to start with is that we opened, which was absolutely really nice. You know, we a lot of camps in our industry didn't have the luxury of opening in 2020, and we were lucky enough to have that option for our four-week girls camp, Lake of the Woods, our four-week boys camp, Greenwoods, and our two-week girls camp, the Glen. But the Grove, unfortunately, logistically, didn't have that opportunity because the way that we run, we run three camps simultaneously. So when we open on our very first day, we open Lake of the Woods, the four-week girls, Greenwoods, the four-week boys, and the Glen, the two-week girls. Then after the girls go through their two weeks, the girls get on a bus and go home, and the very next day we bring in the Grove. And last year we just weren't comfortable with the safety of our kids, bringing in a whole camp halfway through. And, you know, the year-round team worked really hard to put protocols in place to keep our kids safe. Last year was a very good indicator that those were successful. And we felt very comfortable and competent and safe this year and worked out really well, and we were really happy to get the boys back. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was great meeting a lot of the uh, new boys at camp as well because we haven't opened for two years. So we had a lot of new campers, and that, that was, that was a, a lot of fun getting to know, getting to know all those new campers alongside you know, some, of our, some of our older ones as well. Absolutely. And, and speaking of all of the new we had this year, I think one main thing that you know, I wanted to highlight in reflecting on this summer is our staff. Mm-hmm. The Grove staff was overwhelmingly brand new, you know, 20, 21 year old guys that mm-hmm. devoted their summer to helping our kids have the best time. And I, I can't put into words how thankful I am for everything that they, they did for our kids, for us, for our camp, um, you know, to sign your summer to something like that when you really don't know what you're getting into. Yeah. Show up to a small town in Michigan and do two weeks of training and then just eight weeks of teaching activities and Mm -hmm. living with kids and making sure they have the best time is something extremely admirable and I think our staff did an amazing job this year. They all did great. They all did a really, really good job. Yeah, we appreciate that a lot. And that kind of leads me to my first little anecdote from the summer. Okay, let's go. It's going to be very against what I'm used to because you know anyone that knows me from camp any camper will tell you that I really focus on following the rules and having fun. Mm-hmm. I love being hydrated, I love wearing sunscreen, I love like sticking to a routine. Yeah. But I think the one thing that stuck out for me this summer was one time that someone was breaking the rules and it was in the best way. Yeah. Um, there was one night during our second session where after our evening program, I believe it was our carnival night, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. Scott, our program coordinator, did an amazing job. Yeah. Cabins all went back. They, our groups of kids went back to their cabins at yep. the end of the night and had some little activities planned. And one cabin, the Hawkeyes, had a campfire. And one of their counselors was a musician that worked in the recording studio. He was... Like playing his guitar, and Alex, another mm-hmm. counselor, was singing along. The kids were having a blast, yeah. and everything was winding down, and I had to go back to our main office. And I was like, everything is under control here, all is well. Yeah. I got stuck in the office working on logistics for a long time. I 
got back to my cabin about 12.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And as I was walking back to my cabin, I saw a campfire still going. And and you'll agree with me, and anyone listening to this, Uh they can put themselves in the shoes of someone running a camp. Seeing something on fire at 12.30 in the morning when lights (laughs) out is about 9.30, 9.45 at night is usually an indicator that something has gone wrong. Mm -hmm. So I was exhausted. I braced myself, walked over, thinking someone's up to no good. And just three kids and a counselor quietly chatting. It was the most innocent thing. And the way I described it to the rest of our leadership team was the most pure summer camp thing that could have happened. Because I, like, again, when I saw it from a distance, I was like, oh, no. I walked over. It was just a counselor, three campers, sitting quietly, talking about life, talking about camp, talking about what they were going to do after camp. And as soon as they saw me, like, they were smiling, but they are like, oh, no. So, yeah. And they apologized right away. They're like, Max, we're so sorry. We're going to put this out and go right to bed. Uh-huh. And it was one of those moments where I was like, this is the right way to break a rule a little bit. I was like, yeah. guys, if you can promise me you'll be in bed in 15 minutes and maybe get a little extra rest tomorrow, mm-hmm. like, this is what camp is supposed to be. And, again, it is a little bit of rule breaking. Yeah. But it's what camp is supposed to be. Absolutely. Definitely a good story. I've got one highlight where we can like go back to first session, holidays, and our captains for it. So I'm so me being with the older division, like I have a lot to do with like the captains and the voting and the you know the kids who who are put into those roles and four of the best kids, like really really good friends, right? They're they're so good and even though they were on opposite teams. Um, and color days had run through, and we we pretty much knew that that red had got it in the bag before before we got to burn that rope. And so the four captains got together. They spoke with me. They definitely spoke with you, Max. Right about instead of doing burn the burn that rope against each other, as they have for as they have done for the last sixteen years. Yeah, of the last yeah, absolutely. They decided they would pull the stakes out of the ground and cross the ropes. And then build, burn that rope together. And that for me was one of the highlights where I didn't, where I just, I felt so proud, so proud of those boys because they've been together at camp for so long. They're all from different parts of the country. They only come together at camp. And that was just a very, very like symbolic moment for the growth. And like you said, it's kind of going against the grain a little bit. Right. And I remember that moment because I had I have goosebumps now. Yeah. I had goosebumps then, but just seeing all of the returners, like mm-hmm. like, like looking left and right in like a panic, like this, yeah, what's, what's going on? What's <laughs> happening? Why are they doing this? And then you saw, like especially the staff members, like yep. the very few return staff members we had, mm-hmm. looking back and forth in panic, and then you saw it dawn on them. Yeah, and the the smiles were so big. Everyone realized like this is such an impactful moment of unity. Yeah, and. And togetherness, which we haven't had in the yeah. last 15, 18 months. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. And it brought the camp back together after like the whole days of competition against each other. I think it just brought the whole camp back together right in time for our closing campfire. Right. And it and was, was symbolic was for great, camp. Yeah. It was a great moment. For everything else as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Was, you know, the last year and a half has been filled with tension, but mm-hmm. you're right. That was a really, really cool moment. And we're ready for. A lot more cool moments at, at the Grove in the coming mm-hmm. years. Yep. 
we're really excited for all of these, all of our return campers who've been coming year after year to come back, all these new guys that joined us mm-hmm. to join us again, and we're really excited for anyone that's joining us in the future, in future summers. Yeah. Um, I, I work with camp full-time over the off-season, so there's nothing better than getting to meet new families, and mm-hmm. you know, right now we're doing virtual visits, so if a camper applies, we're happy to you know, jump on Zoom and walk them through what the Grove is like, and I'm really looking forward to doing that over the next coming months. But uh, thank everyone for listening. Again, my name is Max. My name's Anne. Thank you very much for listening. Okay, well that brings us to the end of another episode of the Lake of the Woods and Greenwoods Camp podcast. I've been your host. My name is Jess, a.k.a. Young Giuseppe, a.k.a. White Chocolate, a.k.a. Jeremiah the Destroyer. Thanks so much for listening, and I will catch you next time. And now for our moment of fun. Are we going to be able to listen to this when it's done?